0: You know, I am one of those people that I really do not like making mistakes. I'm kind of a perfectionist that way. I like to do things right the first time so I don't have to go back later and try to fix something. But we all know that bloopers happen once in a while for everyone, right? Where we have to go back, hit the do over button. And, and try again, right? Well, regardless of what it is. Even when I film these videos or this podcast, there's sometimes I, I'm talking about something, and I'm like, this is not turning out well. I need to hit the do-over button and do it again, right? But today I'm talking about three mistakes that happen at retirement time or when you're planning for retirement, that if you make them, they're hard to recover from. There may not be a do-over button as easy as we'd like and so for you to do it well or right the first time will make such a vast difference over the course of your the rest of your retirement and honestly just how confident you feel while planning. So without further ado, we're going to jump right in and the first mistake I see all the time, all the time, okay? With almost everyone I talk to, they don't take into some aspect of this. and that is gross versus net, okay? Now, let me talk to you what I'm talking about. So when someone asks you what your salary is, right? And, And often people don't ask about money very often, but let's say someone did. Well, what do we think about? We think about the big number. We think about the big annual number that we get paid every year. But as we all know as well, If you divide that by, let's say, 26, where 26 papers, is that how much you really get paid every two weeks? Well, no, right? There's a lot of things that come out. There's, you know, it's taxes. There's insurance premiums. There's um, money you put into the TSP. There's lots of things that come out, and then the money you get every two weeks is actually a lot smaller. Well, the same is true about retirement, right? You have your pension, you have your social security, and you have your TSP, but whenever you calculate, let's say you calculate what your pension is, or you look at your social security statement and you see the amount you're gonna get at 62 or 67 or whatever, those are your gross numbers. Those are the big numbers at the top, And that is not the net. That is not what you're actually going to, let's say, get every month when it comes to after-tax, after-deductions, right? So when you're planning um, your retirement and thinking through the different income that you're gonna have, you have to make sure that you're comparing net to net, okay? So, for example, your pension. What comes out of that? Well, survivor benefits, if you have a spouse and you want them to keep um, a piece of your pension and potentially stay on your health insurance, if you were to pass away, they need a survivor benefit. That costs money, that comes out. Are you keeping health insurance? That costs money, that comes out of your pension. Are you keeping life insurance? Are you keeping long-term care? Are you keeping vision? Are you keeping dental? That all comes out. What about taxes? Your pension is, for the vast majority of it, going to be subject to taxes, right? What about Social Security? Well, taxes definitely come out of that. At least up to 85%, depending on your income. If your income is really low, then that may not be an issue, but, For most of you, it's going to be an issue where up to 85% of your Social Security is taxable income. Okay, so that's a big piece. If you're on Medicare Part B, that's gonna come out of Social Security, so take that into account as well. And what about your TSP? Well, if you just have a traditional TSP, no Roth, of course, any money you take out of the traditional, you have to pay taxes, right? So you have to kind of start estimating these things. Okay, what is this gonna be? What do I have to estimate is gonna take out? And then once you take all these things out, of these income sources, what's left? What is your net? And how does that compare to your net income you get every two weeks, right? How does that compare to your net income that's on a monthly basis now? Is that close? That's, these are the things you have to make sure you understand and get right before you retire. You don't want a surprise of, oh man, I thought my pension was gonna be 3,000, but after everything, it's only 1,200 bucks. Oh my goodness, you don't, you don't want that surprise. now. Many of you may say, hey, yeah, no problem, I got that covered. I got an estimate for my agency, they broke it all out, they took all these things out. Well, that's great. I actually have another episode on this as well, you can check it out. But long story short, they don't always do it perfectly on those estimates. Um, first, one thing they, almost every single estimate I see that they significantly underestimate is taxes, right? Often they assume the only income you're gonna have in retirement is your pension, right? And so often it's way underestimated, so definitely check that out on your rest to make sure that is still good to go. All right, big mistake number two. So there's a vast, vast difference, sometimes, sometimes not, between what they call an SCD and an RSCD, okay? So SCD stands for Service Computation Date, and many of you have seen this a lot, you can find it on your leave and the earnings statement often, not all of them, but the vast majority of them I've seen, it's on there, it says SCD and there's a date, right? And that date is actually only used for leave purposes, right? When calculating how much leave you accumulate, that sort of thing, okay? Now, the date when it comes to planning your retirement and figuring out, okay, how many years of service, how many months of service, how many days of service, um, do I have right now? And when am I going to hit the big, big ages, like 20 years, 30 years? When am I going to hit those things? You have to know what your RSCD is or your retirement service computation day. That's crucial to understand the difference. Now, sometimes the SCD and the RSCD are identical. They're the same. And this often happens when your career is super simple, right? There is no gaps in service. You did not have military time. You did not have um and you bought back time you did not you had no weird irregular service if you started at one point you were full-time the entire time then it's it may be the same but again you always want to check so the first place to go is talk with your agency and say hey i'm gonna try to figure this out maybe ask for a, a pension estimate that's a good place to go um but say, hey, would you mind reviewing my service to make sure I'm not missing anything? Especially if you have some weird, irregular service in there, uh, you want to nail this down because the last thing you want is to let's say let's say you're planning to retire this year in December. You you turn in your application, everything's good, and then they reach out. Let's say a couple weeks before you want to retire, and they say, hey you know what, um, we actually reviewed your service, you don't have as many years as you thought you did, you lack six months, you gotta work another six months. That that has happened many times, right? Where someone did not count everything um, that should've been counted, right? And they, they weren't able to retire, right? So you have to make sure that everything is counted and you're using the right dates so that when you're calculating the years of service and then when you plan when you wanna retire, everything works out. Alright, so the big retirement mistake number three, and that is when people make mistakes when filling out the retirement application. And you know what this reminds me of? So uh, many of you have seen, let's say the Tour de France, that's a big bike race, right? Or even let's say running events in the Olympics. There's been numerous times when there is a runner or a racer or a biker or whoever, who they've been leading almost the entire time. They're doing incredibly well, okay, they're winning, and they're coming on the final stretch. We also have seen this, the final stretch, they, they usually have a smile, they're looking pretty confident. The final stretch, they're going down, and they get cocky, and sometimes runners trip. Sometimes, you know, the, the cyclists, they, they kind of get up off their handlebars, and they start celebrating before they even cross the line, right, and, and then they trip, they fall something, and then someone passes them and beats them right at the last second. Okay? And this is what I think of when someone makes mistakes on the retirement application, because they made it their entire career. They did. They probably saved really well in their TSP. They probably did some good planning, all these things, but if they check the wrong box on the retirement application, then they can make a big mistake that is gonna affect them and their spouse for their entire rest of their life, right? Some you could go back and change, sometimes you can't. It depends, it depends what you elect, right? So. There's a number of big decisions that you do make on the retirement application. One is survivor benefits. Do you leave your spouse anything? Um, Do you want them to keep keep your health insurance? There's some big ones on there. There's life insurance, there's electing how much taxes to withhold. There's some big decisions on this retirement application. And even with typos and things like that, that that might get on there, it's going to slow down how quickly your retirement application is processed by OPM and that de- therefore will impact how quickly you start getting money in retirement. So that it, it affects a lot of things, right? So you wanna make sure you do this correctly. Now, there's a couple ways to do it. First, um, if you are a retirement whiz and you know this stuff super well, maybe you'll look at this application and say, hey, this is easy peasy, I know exactly what to do on every piece of this. And that's wonderful. If you think that, that's amazing, okay? Um, but many people look at it like, wow, this is a lot more complicated than I thought. Um, get help, get help. Um, you do it once in your lifetime. You don't want to mess it up, okay? Um, we certainly help people with this. You can go to our website at haasfederaladvisors.com. There's a work with us page. You can make an appointment. We can help you through it, no problem at all. But sometimes even the people at your agency, your HR, sometimes there's incredible people in there that know this stuff super well, and they can help you through it. Not everyone has access to these people, it just depends, I've seen both ways, right? So just get help, whether it's us or somewhere, I don't care. Um, If you can do it on your own, amazing, That's, that's awesome. But I want to make sure that you guys are taken care of when making these decisions, right? You don't want to, again, go through your entire career saving well, trying to be prepared and ready for retirement and then trip at the last second by electing the wrong thing. You don't want that to happen. You don't want to make mistakes that can affect you for the rest of your life um, there at the last moment. So I hope that was helpful. If there's any big retirement mistakes that you can think of in the comments below uh, on the YouTube channel, or if you're on the podcast, please consider giving us uh, a five-star rating. That helps us a lot on, on iTunes. That really makes a big deal in getting the word out to as many federal employees as we can to help them retire comfortable and confident. So I hope that's helpful. You guys have an incredible rest of your day and your week, and we'll see you next time.